Rule is the publisher for the Gulf Breeze News, and she joins us every Thursday to give us a little preview taste of what's in the paper today. Hey, Lisa, welcome back to the show. Good morning, Andrew. Good Well, first, I want to make sure that everybody knows Thanksgiving is coming up. We have an early deadline because we are a mailed publication, and there will not be any mail service on Thursday. So we're going to have an early deadline for our uh, Thanksgiving issue, which will be in homes on the 23rd on Wednesday. And then because of the holiday, we're going to have an early deadline for the December 2nd issue as well. So just wanted to make sure I mentioned that. And also Splash Magazine December. So we're trying to get all the, all these things done so then we can relax and go eat some pumpkin pie. All right. So we let's do a little bookkeeping on the air. Are you and I going to talk next Wednesday or talk next Thursday? Ooh. He texts me later. We'll feed Wednesday. We'll do Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday at eight uh, at eight oh five. Perfect. So That's, in yeah, in the paper, idea. in today's paper, you have a lot of the uh, recap and fallout from the elections. What are you covering? Well, the city council, uh, the mayor and the city uh, city council members are going to go back in office. They were elected in what can only be described as a landslide, eighty one percent to nineteen percent for Terry Fitch, seventy seven percent for Todd Torgerson, and sixty five percent for Randy Abair. So there was a challenge by three different people who were campaigning on the same ticket and they wanted to um, they wanted to build a swimming pool and they said the city was in debt and they wanted the city to return $6,000 to every person. It was a kind of, it didn't make sense to me, but anyway, this, the voters didn't, um, the voters didn't like it and so they did not win. And so we are going to have uh, the same people in office uh, starting in the next term. So there you go. We also had, uh, you know, the, was the charter, the charter change was approved, right? The charter was approved 61%. It really didn't make very many changes. The mm-hmm. only significant change is that they're going to change the term from the mayor's, uh, the mayor's term from a two year term to four years to in the, not, and not in Terry Fitch's term, but after Terry Fitch's term, it will become a four year term, which will match, the city council members' terms. Right, I remember and I was talking about that. Everyone, yeah, those people make one dollar per year. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so for a total of four dollars, you can be the mayor of Gulfport. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say you, you're going to lock her in at the high budget item of four dollars instead of two dollars. So, okay, fair enough. <laughs> right. We that also will be the next the next mayor. Yes, and uh, of course the school board. We had an election for the school board, and Scott Peden won. He was on the school board previously. And he was unseated by Way Ubershear, who decided not to seek re-election. And so he ran again, and he is going to be back on the school board. He defeated uh, Pete Peters, who was his uh, challenger. And, of course, we know the county commission. Uh, Dave Peach was unseated by a newcomer, Andrew Eddington. So um, they had a meeting, and they said goodbye, farewell to Dave Peach, and also to Bob Cole, who's retiring after... 20 years on the county commission. Yeah, it's 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 been a while for uh, for him and they're going to have the I think the official installation is Tuesday. Is that the same for the city of Gulf Breeze? Seems like everybody's doing theirs on Tuesday. You know, I don't know. I'll have to find that out. Okay. I'll have to find that Check out. Check into it. Um, we also have a story about something you and I talked about previously, but it's a final opening today for a brand new feature in Gulf Breeze, right? Yes, the Wetlands Boardwalk, which I can't wait to go and take a look because it has been so uh, anticipated and you're going to get an opportunity to go there at shoreline park south and you can park along the road or you can ride your bike or you can take your golf cart or you can walk over there and uh you just take a nice 
stroll along this elevated boardwalk into the the, the wetlands, you can see all kinds of uh, flowers and uh, flora and fauna, get a view of the, of the uh, sound that you haven't seen before. You can also connect to the Williamsburg subdivision. So you can go back and forth, you know, from the rec center. It's going to be a great path for anyone to, you know, you can, it's, you know, it's for multimodal. You can take your wheelchair, you can take your scooter, you can take your bicycle, anything. It's going to be really, really nice to get out there and just commune with nature. It's a great place, um, a big, a big asset, a big yeah, amenity added to the city. Super looking forward to that. I think it's going to be it's a it's a great add in a series of projects that are continually adding to the encounter with nature and the beautification of that portion of the peninsula. Um, you also have a story about this uh, sort of lingering, ongoing court case over the ownership and therefore the taxes for Tiger Point Golf Course, right? Yes, the uh, Supreme Court of Florida has decided they will hear the case of Brown versus the city of Gulf Breeze. This goes back to when the city of Gulf Breeze bought the Tiger Point golf course in order to protect their spray fields because they were spraying their effluent onto the the golf course, and then the golf course um, went bankrupt, and so the city bought it to protect those spray fields and also to prevent it from becoming developed and possibly ruining the uh, neighborhood with whatever. It may not have ruined it, but it could have diminish their property values. But uh, when they hired a company to come in and lease it, then these uh, taxes, they let, they decided it was no longer a municipal course and the county assessed it for taxes. And this is the ongoing situation. Finally, the Florida Supreme Court is going to hear the case. The city, of course, maintains it was a municipal course and we do not need to pay taxes, but the county of uh, tax uh, 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 property appraiser says it is. So we will let the Supreme Court decide. The best part about this is how now we're also paying two teams of legal experts in order to fight this out uh, over who's obligated to pay taxpayer money. <laughs> it's like this is right. Yeah, great. Fantastic. Uh, you guys got uh, you know, it. It has a lot of implications it for does. other municipalities throughout the state. It's, as an, well. it's, it's not an unimportant legal question. I, I agree with that. Well, the uh, the paper, as Lisa said, today, but then next Wednesday. And so we will have you on next Wednesday at 8.05. You've also got a story about the craft fair that's coming up this weekend and a coverage of Veterans Day past. And as always, it's always full of uh, very interesting stuff. Lisa Newell, the publisher of the Gulf Breeze News. As always, Lisa, thanks for the time. We'll talk to you in six days. Oh, thank you so much, and I'll see you in the breeze. You bet. 816 on News Radio 92.3. Candy Cullerton has traffic on the fives. And we're watching uh, one accident, uh, well, one truck is stalled, I should say. It's backing up traffic on Davis Highway uh, south at Johnson Avenue. It's not blocking the intersection, but it's blocking the left-hand lane at the southbound side of Davis. If you have traffic tips, you can text 437-1620. Candy Cullerton, News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. You know, Christina Leavenworth, we tell you about her all the time, sells all these homes. Last year, more than 200 homes that she and her team at Levin Rinky Realty sold. Unbelievable for only doing this like what I think about five or six years, something like that. That's crazy. And so you might be thinking like next year, what do I do? Especially if you're in the military, right? Because you know a change of station is coming and you've got a house you own here now. What are you going to do with that next year? Are you going to keep it? You're going to sell it? You're going to rent it? You're going to hope to return to that in the future as your retirement home? 
Well, this is why she's going to have uh, kind of an open house happy hour to meet and answer those questions. She's actually calling it the Military Real Estate Happy Hour. It's going to be November 29th, and it's going to be at uh, 4 o'clock at uh, Jocko's Perdido. And I think I was saying on Perdido Key, and then I'm like, I don't think that's on the key, so that's my mistake. Anyway, 4 o'clock on, uh, at Jocko's Perdido. You can register by giving her a call, 723-9158. And this is basically for anybody who's thinking about selling next year. And now, obviously, military-oriented towards that, but... If you're not military, you can attend too. Again, just register by giving Christina a call at 723-9158. Remember when washing machines were made in America?